Hey everybody, I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. Hi, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> We're dragging along Wendy behind the bus this morning. I'm here. I have a big iced tea that I'm drinking. I'm, I, I'm, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> we'll get you there. We'll yeah. pull you across the finish line. Thank you. Anytime. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I have a uh, correction up oh. top here, if, okay. if you if you will. Mm. Um, one of our regular listeners, Michelle, had uh, sent me a message about our skincare episode a couple episodes back, and she wanted to know if I was putting facial products on my face at night over my dirty makeup before <laughs> I went to bed. <laughs> I just want to clear it up. If I if I made it sound that way, I apologize. No, I don't do that. On the nights that I take my makeup off, that's when I put the other good stuff on. I don't put that stuff on on top of my makeup and then go to bed. Are we clear? That's such a funny interpretation. Uh, I assumed it was your way, but I also think you have an additional clarification or at least an update oh, to no. make about that discussion. Do I? What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. You told me that I shamed you into washing your face. Uh, last oh, night. So it... I... <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, it didn't, it didn't stick. Okay. Let me tell you this. This past weekend, we were out of town and we were, I was out of my regular element, which then led me to do a whole facial each night before I went to bed, and it was wonderful. And I thought, oh, this is because I don't have the everyday stuff that I have to, you know, feel like I have to do, that it gave me time for myself. So this weekend, I did a really great face washing. Last night, I did not. Oh, well. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying, Megan. I'm trying. You don't need to apologize to me. I'm a very busy person. <laughs> Your skincare routine has very little bearing on my my actual life. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm interested. It doesn't negatively impact me when you don't do it, is what I mean. I It impacts me because I'm like 100 years old, so yeah. Well, yesterday I sent you a message. I found this article, and we'll link it in the show notes, that not only listed the order in which you should do all of your skincare, but in each section it broke down like recommended products. So it was like cleanser, toner, serums, moisturizer, oils, spot treatments, da da da. And it like broke down the kinds of products. Sometimes it's like what qualifies as a toner because we're not like in. 1989 when it's like sea breeze burn your face <laughs> off as a toner right yes like yes. now we're like use a glycolic acid or use right it was fascinating i went through their list i found a ton of recommended products all at like really great prices i made myself a whole list for ulta this week i am excited to <laughs> change up my routine I tried to open that article yesterday on the road and I couldn't. So oh, that yeah. is on my to-do list today. I'm very excited to look at it. 
I'll report back on how that goes. I was thinking about that last night as I went to bed, too, that article. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw away everything I have and just start over anew. Like, it, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that would then make me wash my face more. You know what I mean? Well, and it was some of those products are things that I already own. But it was interesting. It broke down like day and night. And so I was just kind of like filling in what I already have. And then what, you know, what are the holes in my routine? And there's no way I'm going to do a nine step skincare routine more morning and night every day. There's just <laughs> not. But it was interesting to see where I could add. So I'm pretty jazzed about that. You are funny. Okay, let's talk about something else I'm sure you're jazzed about. Yes. The red Christmas cup at Starbucks is whoop back. Whoop. Yes, but for the I second know. year in a row... They didn't bring my favorite drink back, which is the gingerbread latte. And we discussed this on our Instagram stories and I asked everyone for their favorite drink. And many, many people were also bereft by the loss of the gingerbread latte. Why do you think it's gone? Why? Why? You need to start a movement. Well, I have to I don't know. I mean, I have to assume that not enough people liked it to keep it around. I mean, when you think about it. I don't know. It probably wasn't as popular as the peppermint mocha or whatever is super popular. I don't know. Why else wouldn't they bring it back? I had a feeling I thought it was coming back, though. Well, it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there anything that gets you excited about the holiday Christmas uh, well, drinks? Well, look, I am here for a red cup, even with my regular drink. I like that even the iced drinks have like a fun holiday pattern. And I will, I'll, I actually haven't looked. Do they still have their salted caramel mocha, which is a total sugar bomb? But um, I did like that. I like the other holiday drinks, but I loved the gingerbread latte because it wasn't over it was sweet but it wasn't overly sweet and it had a little bit of that ginger spiciness to it can but you don't just get make, me wrong can I you make will. it at home can you make it at home that's a good question i bet i could find a gingerbread syrup i bet you could and i already <laughs> do my own frothing i know so just leave it at home <laughs> uh, i am going to look you know for people listening a great source of flavored syrups is World Market. Yep. So I'm going to take a look online and see if I can do a curbside situation there this afternoon. Because if you do curbside at World Market, I think they almost always have a coupon now. Oh, Fun I fact. didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I have another question for you. Have you seen the reboot of Supermarket Sweep yet? So you were just recently talking about it. So I watched the first episode this morning. Okay. Because I have been dying to watch it because I was an OG Supermarket Sweep fan. It was so good. The oh, old, the original. So good. Yes. So I have seen one episode. What do you think? If we were on it, what would our team name be? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. Come on. Uh, did the? Do you have one in mind? I have had a couple, actually. I think about it every time I watch it. That is so funny. We, when they announced it, we were like, we should apply. And I think it was like at the beginning of COVID. And I'm like, uh. uh -huh. <laughs> um, okay, tell me your ideas. We could be Team Candy. Yes. We could be Team Dairy Free. <laughs> it's pretty general. It's never like Team Skittles or, you know what I mean? Yeah, there was like a Team Collard Greens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do think Team Candy is really funny. Because we um, love candy. Yeah. I love... Leslie Jones. Do you? You like her as a as a host? 
Yeah, I enjoy her. I think she's funny. I think the show is ridiculous, and I think her energy is, like, so over the top. I think it's the right match for the show. I think she can kind of be sometimes mean to the contestants, but I'm there for it. I like it. I like, like it, too. <laughs> Who I'm laughing at host? home. I don't know. Some white dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just so, like... Vanilla. Milk toast, yes. <laughs> Original host David Ruprecht. Well, that name never would have come to mind. No, no. I can picture his face, but his name did not leave an impression. Are you enjoying the reboot of the show? So I get really frustrated with the contestants because, first of all, so many things. When they're running through the aisles, they're trotting. They're not running full speed. you got to move to get those things in the team. They're like galloping like horses or I don't do you have you noticed that well in the first episode in the final like head-to-head sweep the women who ended up winning were real slow in the beginning and they're just kind of like looking at the aisles like not picking up and I was like how did they win because they wasted a lot of time in the beginning granted they were looking for some of those high dollar items but I was like just get if you're there get stuff in your cart while you're there like don't leave all that space well I don't know I I feel like we would need a serious strategy going into that game. Well, definitely. And you know where you can pick up those like bonus, you know, they're like the inflatable items. You run that back. You don't try to put it in your cart, right? And then you can't see and you're trying to steer your cart with one hand. Leave the cart, run it back. But I wonder if they weren't allowed to. Because again, in this episode, one of the women picked up a watermelon and it's fully round and she's trying to keep it on the cart while pushing her cart that she can't. It was absurd. (laughs) <laughs> but I do remember in previous shows, they would run that back. Right. And here's the other thing. And this this is what I think. There must be, obviously, product placement in these shows. For sure. Right? Like, because... Jolly Green Giant must be paying for that giant inflatable. Right. But I have seen now in several episodes, contestants are grabbing, like, um, Costco-sized boxes of M&Ms. And I'm like, that's not going to get you anything. Why aren't you grabbing diapers and baby formula and turkeys or whatever, you know? I, I um, saw that exact same thing, but I also wonder if certain items, because of some sort of sponsorship, have an increased value, right? Like, we know the big hams, the big cheeses, like, those are expensive, <laughs> Yes. But maybe they've also told them, like, hey, these are the items, for whatever reason, have a high dollar value. You you must pull the M&Ms off the shelf and you'll get extra. It needs to say, like, hashtag sponsored on the screen. Do you know? Oh, my gosh. I know. But at the very end, they're like, promotional consideration provided by. Yeah. But... If you're shopping at the grocery store, you are grabbing formula and diapers. Those are your high ticket dollars. And they are your high ticket items. And they don't even have those in this grocery store. No, not that I noticed. But I'm telling you, they've got to give them a primer. I'm going to look it up on like, these are the items that are going to pay you the most. Because they knew what to go for. Right, exactly. And what to skip. My last thing is, I think the questions are kind of hard. I thought so too. (laughs) I thought I wouldn't be good at some of these. Now, some of them I I was like nailing them. And I was real proud of myself, like I was playing Jeopardy. But (laughs) some of them, again, in the first episode, they were doing, like, a thing about mascots of certain items. Like, oh, yeah. You know, the Lucky Charms guy and the Tricks Rabbit. 
Yeah, what their names were. I have no idea. I didn't know. I didn't know any of those. Um, yeah. I found that some of them I have found very challenging. But I do think, I do think we could kill at this show. I think we could too. I used to work in a grocery store at one point. So like I felt like I knew the items, but I don't know. I would have to really prepare like if I were going into the Olympics of grocery shopping. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's well, apply. We 100% should, but if we apply. So I think you your persona goes one of two directions on this show and you either okay. get like real dorky or like fun and sassy. We're neither of those. No, but I think you like you got to work it because <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, they want you to be fun and enthusiastic and happy obviously, and I think it can like slide the wrong direction real quick. <laughs> They're going to be like, you're two moms from Orange County. What do you guys do? We're podcasters. <laughs> oh, my God. We would be so hateable. Hateable. But we would have to have our custom-made sweatshirts. Did you notice? I don't, again, I've only seen one episode. But, like, the moms with, like, the ruffly shoulders. I mean, obviously, they did they give them to them ahead of time and they did that themselves? Or are they giving them, like, options of sweatshirt styles? That's what I need to know. I hadn't looked that close. I'm gonna. I'll watch again. Oh yeah, they're all customizing their sweatshirts. Um, Does it have their team name on it? No, they're just colors. So like, they don't change okay. into their sweatshirts until they get to the final sweep. Oh, I hadn't noticed. And then yes, which is just like it was on the original show, and the sweatshirts still have like that original, like they're real throwbacks. But the contestants are modifying them. Oh. All right, so I need to do a little more recon on the behind the scenes of Supermarket Sweep because I feel like I need to know like how much information they're given going in. How do they decide what their sweatshirts are going to look like? Are they doing like DIYs at home? What is happening? <laughs> I need to know it all. Season two, here we come. <laughs> Team Candy from Orange County. <laughs> oh, my God. Hateable. Okay, so... Right now, I am throwing myself into all things holiday. Like, I've got the kids' pajamas. I found a matching bandana for the dog this weekend. I, yes, so excited. <laughs> I have ordered a Christmas phone case. Like, I'm all in, right? And last <laughs> night, I found a holiday version of my favorite bathrobe, and I sent it to Wendy a couple of years ago. We were in Walmart. Do you remember mm -hmm. this? I remember trying on robes in Walmart, yes. And we bought <laughs> these $20 robes at Walmart that I have worn over and over and over again since then. They, it's warm and soft. Very soft. Very, very soft. I am my mother, and I put my bathrobe on in the morning over my pajamas when it's cold. <laughs> and I... Love it. Like my robe and my slippers and my pajamas and my coffee on the weekend. I love it. Standing that outside in the backyard waiting for the dog. So funny. So, you know, for a $20 robe, it has held up remarkably well. It is still soft. It is still cozy. It's not going to win me any prizes for the best looking mom on the block, but I don't <laughs> care. I love this stupid thing. Are so, you going to get the Christmas one? Well, I don't, I mean, the reality is, I do I need it? Do I need a second robe that I'm going to wear for six weeks? Not really. But when I saw it, um, a 
fashion Instagrammer shared it. And <laughs> I realized that it was the robe. And I am tempted. Although it is the exact same print as my Christmas jammies. So it might be overkill. So I might just stick with my like pretty, my, my gray robe that matches my gray slippers. And then like the pop of Christmas on the jam. <laughs> dying okay first of all you don't want to buy a robe that you might only wear for six weeks but you will buy a full set of pajamas and sheets and dishes and dishcloths and oh my, children's my. pajamas <laughs> and blankets and couch pillows okay well well okay <laughs> i brought a little bit but first of all let me tell you that my holiday sheets are in the wash they go on the beds this weekend there i can literally hear the washing machine running in the background pulled them out of the cabinet so they're ready to go <laughs> yes we have all of those things that when he named the holiday pillows the holiday dishes you know, the seasonal decor doesn't seem over the top to me. And I will admit that we do wear our pajamas because I don't buy like, they don't say like jingle all the way on them. They're just like, ours are like, you know, red and black buffalo check pajamas. We wear them past December 25th. So I'm sure I would do the same with the robe. But <laughs> the reality is I don't actually need multiple bathrobes, but I also don't need like Santa Claus sheets either. So <laughs> So spend, spend the $20 and buy the robe. Oh, my God. I'm dying. I also was looking at a um, holiday Apple Watch strap the other day. <laughs> I really... Have you seen the second Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So there's a scene where he goes on a blind date with a woman... And it's a famous actress, and I cannot think of her name, but she is like, she's wearing like a Santa Claus sweatshirt and like Jingle Bell bracelets. And I am like basically <laughs> on my way to being that woman. And I'm not really even sorry about it. You're going to be like, you're going to have soon like the Christmas sweater with the light up necklace on and some sort we of have the light up necklace. I am not surprised. <laughs> oh, my you goodness. know, you've seen them. I, the one thing I haven't done is I have not put like a Rudolph nose or a wreath on the front of my car. <laughs> <laughs> but they late. <laughs> They do sell phone chargers that are like strings of holiday lights. And I think I probably need that. I'm like, <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, friends, today we are going to talk about birthdays in the time of COVID. And I think when you add COVID to any sentence, it like kind of like <laughs> drags you down. But I really think this can be a celebratory topic. I think this can make this full of joy. I do because, look, I love birthdays. And for me your own, Your own birthday? I do. Well, I love the idea of my own birthday. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> but I'm listening. <laughs> I think I have come to a realization. Everyone in my immediate family has had a COVID birthday. Both of my parents have had COVID birthdays. Many of my kids' friends and my friends. And I've come to a realization. And that is 
that I think the very first thing you need to do before you even start to think about discussing how to celebrate, how to acknowledge birthdays in COVID, is you have to throw out your idea of what pre-COVID birthdays look like. Because if you're trying to replicate that, I think you're going to be disappointed every time. I think there's so many ways to make it fun and to make it celebratory. But I think saying like, I'm trying to figure out how to have the exact birthday I had last year. I don't think it's realistic. Okay. So devil's advocate here. Mm. Parties are going to happen no matter what. Sure. You know what I mean? People are going to have birthday parties, Christmas parties, anything. They're going to, it's going to happen. So I think that if you would prefer to stay safe and err on the side of caution, then you look at those alternatives like you're mentioning. But I think it's unrealistic to say no parties are going to happen. Do you agree? I, well, I certainly know that they're happening. I guess what I'm saying is that if you're a person like me, and sometimes I forget that not everybody is a person like me, who wants to do things in a way that would make you comfortable and a way that kind of follows certain rules, then I think there are lots of ways that you can pivot and still enjoy the birthday that aren't going to look like last year's parties. Sure. Sure. I agree. I totally agree. So you, Wendy's birthday was just before COVID shut down. It was, yeah, March 5th. So we had, a, my stepmom's birthday is the end of March. So we had planned to do like a joint dinner or whatever. And um, then we ended up canceling all that, obviously. So we did not do like any sort of family celebrations for my birthday this year. But in terms of like my immediate family in our home, yes, I did get to celebrate my birthday this year. But I'm anticipating in March 2021, we'll be looking at the same situation. I would imagine. I think your birthday breakfast was my last restaurant. Yes. (laughs) I've forgotten about that. You're right. And do you remember (laughs) one of the things that I put in your birthday gift? (laughs) Yes. It was kind of like a joke gift. No? Like, yeah. (laughs) It was a huge container of Clorox wipes. And that was probably... I don't know if it was your actual birthday or plus it was. Or minus. It was. It was. So yeah. We're like eight days out from everything shutting down, and at that point, I think like the rest of the world, we're like, well, I don't know what's happening, but I bought these Clorox wipes. Yeah. I mean, we really had no idea it was coming, and it. We laughed about it, and we who did. knew I was giving you the greatest gift of all? I know. <laughs> You're funny. Well, so Megan's birthday is in September, and. You didn't do, you didn't have a party or anything, right? No, no, no. Um, I mean, my immediate family and I did takeout for dinner that night. I didn't see my parents. There was no party. And, you know, for me, I think I was more concerned this year about my kids having good birthday experiences. Yes. And it was funny because my kids' birthdays are in June. They're four days apart. And we, um, I'll talk about what we did for their birthdays. But my husband had said, well, why don't you guys just, you know, plan on having a party in October when we can have everybody over again? And it's so funny in June because you, like, at every turn, I think we thought, like, 
couple more months in a couple more months. And now I kind of think we're like, yeah, it's probably going to be another year, right? Of like living in this world. So anyway, we did have virtual parties um, for my kids. And my kids have both been to several virtual parties. And I don't think that's your only option. But we've had a lot of, my kids have been to several different types of these parties. I know we're all going to be so ready to say goodbye to Zoom (laughs) a year from now. Like if we never have to have another Zoom meeting, it'll be too soon. But I have to say it really is coming through for us in a lot of ways. For my daughter's birthday, what we did is she wanted to have uh, like an art party. So I bought ceramic painting kits at Target and it had everything in the kit. It had like the little vase they were painting plus the paints plus the paint brushes, so it was great. And then we just put them in bags with a little candy, and that might have been it. And we delivered them to all of her friends the day before. And then, you know, the day of on Zoom, they all painted together and chatted and they sang happy birthday. And that was really it. We still celebrated her, of course. And we went bigger for both of my kids at home, like more decorations at home. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. More of like, kind of the small things like pick what's for breakfast, pick what's for lunch, you know, like every different, all the different Mm -hmm. ways you can kind of make those days special. I was more concerned, like I said, this year about making my kids' birthdays feel special because I think our kids have lost so much this year. Right. Now, what about your son, a teenager? What did, what did you do for him? So he did not want a party. He was like, I just want to play video games with my friends. And so he didn't have like a scheduled online time. But several of his friends and my daughter's friends have had kind of like video game parties where they're just either on house party or discord and they set the time ahead of time and then they're all there together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, look, this is something they're doing every day with their friends anyway. But the idea that everyone showed up at the same time for them Um, again, my son didn't have a scheduled one. He was like, I just want to play video games whenever I want. So we were like, great, do it. (laughs) Melt your eyeballs out of your head today and go for it. And, you know, sometimes when they do those video game parties, the parents have done like little cupcake deliveries or, you know, little treat bags ahead of time. There's been lots of like pre-party deliveries happening before these Zoom parties. I think that's such a cute idea. I think that's such a cute idea. To have it these is. little things dropped off at the house. And it makes the invitee feel special. Um, it makes the birthday kid feel special on the day of. I mean, I kind of like that idea, even as an adult. It was fun. And even, you know, when my we dropped off for my daughter, she got to see all of her friends as we were dropping off. Oh, uh, and that was in June. So we were still like, they still had no idea really like how, <laughs> you know, they would like... Mm-hmm. She would get out of the car to drop it off, and she'd drop it on the front porch and then run back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> where they would open the door. And my son went to a birthday party that was the greatest Zoom party example I have seen. Tell me and about it. And they had a Nailed It birthday party, which nailed, have you seen the show it. on Netflix? Oh, the uh, they make, like, desserts or something, right? Right, and they're all terrible. Like okay. the whole point of the show is they're all terrible. They're trying to recreate these like beautifully designed cookies and cakes and cupcakes. Well, so the whole point is that they're terrible. So the mom had delivered and there was a lot of work for the parents. She delivered all of the supplies for them to make a mug cake uh-huh. as, in lieu of a cupcake because 
they had time constraints because they were on Zoom. Sure. And so they made – and she measured everything out, but she gave them a little more than they needed. So they still had to measure everything, and then she delivered supplies for them to decorate. And then she included in the bag a picture of what their finished project was supposed to look like. And so it was my son and all these 13-year-old boys, and they're all baking in the kitchen and decorating their cupcake to look like sharks. And <laughs> – 90% of them were truly terrible. I think one of the boys actually um, had a little bit of talent and maybe a little parental help. I don't know. I was like, I'm not helping you. We are not cheating. But it was so, I mean, they just were so into it. And it was nice of them to have an activity to do. And it is, this point, eight months in, my favorite thing I've seen happen on Zoom. I mean, I kind of like that idea. You can even do that for adults. Don't you totally. think that would be such a great idea? Or like, yes. I mean, I love the Great British Bake Off. So if you had to just like have your friends try to make something, I think that would be hilarious. And it didn't even, it for me as an adult who uh, hates birthday attention, you know, I kind yeah. of like the <laughs> idea of like handing out something to everybody and being like, okay, let's reconvene on Zoom or like Instagram or what, just tag me in a photo, show me what you made. Let's have a laugh about it and whatever. Right. It's not putting you as the center of attention. Everyone's participating. Yeah. So that's right. also fun for kids that don't necessarily, or adults, like you said, that don't necessarily yeah. want the spotlight on them, but still want to have a little fun. Yeah, totally. So let me tell you, my husband, um, they've been trying to do like a work stuff, team building stuff, and they participated in a like a virtual wine tasting. So they had a company Ooh. send like little those little bottles of tasters or wine tasters or whatever to like every beakers kind of. Yeah, basically to everybody's home who was participating and then they did like a wine tasting um led by whatever those wine guys are called. What are they Sommelier. called? Yes, exactly. And um so they did that via their Zoom or whatever. I think that's a fun idea that is fun I also really like the idea have you man I love a charcuterie board yes. so much and you can, <laughs> so basic you, and I love it totally but you can there's companies that will make little individual ones and you can have those sent out to like what your yes isn't that so fun I would love a little personal charcuterie board like a right? pizza hut personal pan pizza <laughs> totally and if you just want to like jump on a call with like your best girlfriends or whatever and drink wine and eat this and you guys chit chat and catch up I mean that is a great idea to me I love it so much yeah I have to say that you know sometimes the idea of a zoom makes me feel like I don't really want to do that and then when I'm on there face to face with friends of mine I'm always so glad I've shown up which is how I feel about like in-person meetings too like sometimes I'm like I really want to leave the house but once I'm out I have a good time and so I do kind of like the idea of being forced into these social interactions sometimes because I think we get really complacent we're like I've been home for eight months and I don't need to go anywhere and you kind of forget that it's nice to see people I know I know especially if you're celebrating something you don't want to just let those things pass because I think at a time like now, we really need the social connection. I think it's very easy to retreat back into like your little hole and not see anybody. I am guilty of doing that a lot. So I think it's important to make it happen for people. I agree. And I also think, you know, I'm becoming more comfortable with outdoor, small group, distanced meetup situations. And so... 
you know, I think some people are like, I'm going to have the same party I had last year, but move it outside. And that's not quite the same thing to me, you know, uh-huh. but like a small group, like if we were to have another couple over and sit in the backyard, I feel like that honors a lot of the precautions, mm-hmm. but still fills the need for that interaction. And still, you know, you're showing up for your friends, which is makes people feel good. I think that's the most important part of it, honestly. Showing up for your friends, make them feel special, make your children feel special, your spouse, your parents, don't you think? Yes. I need to tell you about this thing that two of my friends did for their kids, and I'm going to look up the exact name. It is a company. The company is called Tribute. Have you done any of these? No. Uh uh-uh. So basically, they cut together a video for you. So I assume that the people using it are paying for the service, but we've had two where they... you. Just give them the names, the email addresses, the people that you want to include. They email you basically asking you for like a 30-second video, or you can just send in a still photo. And both of them have been for birthdays, but it could be for anything, a congratulations, or a we're going to miss you, or whatever the thing is. And uh, you just make a quick video, and sometimes they have a prompt, like, tell us your favorite thing about the birthday girl. And they cut together the video. Now, I know I've had friends that have also done the legwork of cutting together the video. Some people don't have any interest, don't have any time, don't have the knowledge to do it. So it's nice that companies like this exist. And on, you know, the part of the people participating, all we have to do is film a video on our phone and upload it to their website. And they send you multiple reminders, which is really nice. Uh, They make it super easy to participate. And then people, in our case, it's always been kids, but absolutely would work for adults too. get these sweet video messages from their friends that they can keep forever. Oh, I love that. That's so nice. I have a friend who, um, whose husband, I believe, is a school teacher, and he's making custom videos for every week for kids who have their birthday party. So he takes like a traditional song and dresses up and then will like change all the lyrics for the birthday kid. Oh my goodness. And she always like shares a little bit of them on their Instagram. I was like, I want one as an adult. I think that would be so fun to receive like a message like that. Yes. Customized for you. Yes. I would love that. Talk about feeling special. That would make me so happy. That's like getting like, you know, a bouquet of flowers or a balloon, whatever, a balloon bouquet. Like, I I love that stuff. So if someone's going to send me, like, a video, that's, like, next level. Well, and especially if you know your own love language or you know the love languages of the person that you're sending it to. Like, I'm very much a words of affirmation person. So a video like that would mean so much to me. Um, I'm also a gifts person, so <laughs> I was going to say, Megan. I, I was like, both. "You're a words of affirmation." I what? Both. This is new. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm very much a gifts person. I always feel guilty saying that. That's your love language. I found this LA Times article, and I'll link it in our show notes. But it has a bunch of ideas, um, birthday ideas based on like your age. And a couple that stood out to me were really. Um, they have this one. You know how you would like hire a princess or whatever for a birthday yes. party? Well, you could still hire someone and they would Zoom it instead. So each kid in their own home would like follow along with whatever the princess tells them to do. Because, to yes. do. you know, it's always like they're dancing or whatever. We're talking like little, little kids. Mm-hmm. And even oh, yeah. if you stream, you could stream that on your big TV nowadays, yes. right? So it's yes. like a experience for sure. I think that's such a fun idea. For little kids, they had, like, uh, creating a ball pit in your home. So if you were, like, the mom, I would 
I would gift everybody like a inflatable pool and all these balls and then they could have a ball pit in the house. I think it's so much fun. That my kids um, loved their ball pit when we were they were little. When you were little, right? Um for older kids, they're talking about like streaming a movie together and you can do that on Netflix Party. I think that's fun. I like watching things on TV and twittering about it. So I think it's like the same idea. Twittering. twittering. You sound like my I husband. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I will link this in the notes. I think it's fun. They have ideas for 20s, 30s, and 40s. And it's mostly like cocktail ideas. You know, like I said, the wine tasting or a dance party. That's not happening. I would never, ever dance alone not in my in a house. million years on video. No. God, no. 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 No, no, no. So I will link this. Oh, a baking challenge. See, that's a good idea we could it do. Is. Yeah. Oh, virtual scrapbook for um, parents or grandparents is a great idea, like you said. And of course, the caravan. I'm sure you had a bunch of caravan parties over the summer, right? Early on, yes. And then there was the school parade. I have to say, the very first one that we were witness to was the school car parade. And I cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was early on enough that we were kind of still in that, like, we're all in this together moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> Before yeah. we all started turning on each other. Yeah. And so many of the teachers showed up and they had decorated their cars and they drove right past our house. I thought it was really thoughtful. And I think that goes to show that these, okay, a car parade. No, it's not our typical celebration. But showing up for people makes a difference. It does. I think it does. I remember we went to one, too, and I cried. I was a part of the car parade, <laughs> and I was in the car, like, crying because I was like, how sweet. People are dropping off gifts and have signs, and someone's got a trumpet, and they're blowing it oh. out the way. It was just really so sweet. Like, it's so sweet. All right, friends, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. Wendy. Yes. Do you have something to share? For this week's Megan and Wendy approved, I do. You're going to think I've lost my mind. Well, I can't wait. I went to Costco last week. Yes. And I bought myself a gingerbread mansion. You did not. <laughs> I did. Is it pre built? Yes, it is a pre-built, ready-to-decorate with over one pound of candy and icing. But it's not just a house. It's a mansion. I have not seen the gingerbread mansion. We might need that this year. You got to get into it. We always do a gingerbread house, but my number one tip is to buy the pre-built ones because nothing will ruin the holiday spirit like trying to get stupid gingerbread walls to stick together. Never. They never work. I always use like a hot glue gun. Yep. Because it's not like we eat it, you know? No, no, no. I'm yeah. excited. Now, are you going to do this or are you going to do this with your kid? Uh, I bought it for her, but I'll, I'm sure I'll hover and participate. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe You'll project manage. Maybe I will buy another one and then she and I will do it like our own. That's you know? fun. I mean, that could be like a really fun idea, like for a family Christmas, you know, event. <laughs> to, like, Hey, and you could do those on Zoom too. Like if everybody gets their own. That if you can't be with your family, have like a gingerbread decorating night. Look at us. Yeah. Look Coming at Coming through with the Zoom party ideas. Yeah. All right. So how about you this week? So believe it or not, it's not a holiday item. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have the Harry's body wash available at Target in the fig scent. And uh-huh. 
yes, Harry's is a man brand. There's a woolly mammoth on the bottle, just in case you were <laughs> concerned that it might not be manly enough. But the fig scent, I'm, I can't get enough of it. I keep, like, shoving my nose up to the bottle. It smells so good. And I am not a person who is brand loyal when it comes to body wash. Like, I just kind of stroll through and buy whatever strikes my fancy that day. But, oh, my gosh, I think I'll repurchase this. It's so good. It's a regular scent for them. It's not like a special seasonal one. I think it's part of their regular line, yeah. Oh, interesting. I've never purchased it before, so I don't know. But it was just part of their regular display. It was not part of a holiday display. Fig, to me, sounds seasonal, doesn't it? Well, fig is kind of a popular scent in, like, candles. Um, Cookies? Newtons? No, I don't know. Go ahead. Um, but I don't know. I Someone shared it on Instagram. So, and then, then, of course, shared all the people that bought it on their recommendation. So I was like, well, I'm going to smell this. And uh, I immediately bought it and can't get enough of it. Ah, I'm going to have to check it out next time I go. Yeah, shove your nose into it. You can't really smell it in the store through your mask, but... <laughs> oh, maybe I'll sneak it up. I'll hide in the aisle and pull it up over my nose and smell the Harry's body wash. It says, contains notes of fig, blood orange, and cardamom that make the shower feel like a vacation to the Aegean Islands. Ah, uh, that sounds like the great British bake-off cake recipe. <laughs> yes, the cardamom. Yep. All right, friends, don't forget to come back on Thursday for our Girls Gone Christmas episode where we are discussing Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. I have some things to say. We'll see you on Thursday. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.